Hello and welcome to the New Grad Radio Podcast, the podcast which follows the experiences of a new graduate nurse starting into the intensive care unit. On today's episode, I'm wanting to, to talk about a really fundamental skill that I'm learning that all ICU nurses, and I'm, and I'm not even going to say oh, just ICU nurses, but it's all nurses, have, um, and that is the ability to ask for help. Um, I'll sort of give you a bit of a story of my day today and sort of go play by play of exactly why it is super important. Um, so today's shift, I'm taking over a patient who had been extubated a few days ago. Uh, he's, he's a patient that had been into the ICU, had gone down to the ward and has, has come back up to ICU again. Uh, when, you, when you put it on paper, uh, the acuity of this patient in comparison to, to other patients who are you know, sedated, intubated, paralysed, you, you'd probably sit back and probably think that you know, it's a bit of an easier day. Um, but the patients who are, who are alert and orientated, who, who are able to look at probably self-mobilising, you know, they're the sort of patients that can actually take a, a bit more work. Um, so the patient I had today, so he, um, he required, he's, he's still attached, he's still got an arterial line, he's still got a central line, still attached to, to quite a few different medications running at the same time on, on the infusion, uh, on the infusions, which is, we have it on the Christmas tree is what we call it, um, which is pretty much like a big portable uh, sort of frame in which you can put infusions, uh, the pumps and the drivers onto. So you can imagine have all these things attached to your patient um, and you just can't quite get up to go to the bathroom by yourself when you've got all of these bips and bobs all attached to you. So it takes quite a lot of time to uh, remove the, the medications and the, and the monitoring systems which aren't 100% essential at this moment. Uh, and one of the nurses, one of the really experienced nurses put it in a really interesting way today and they say if that patient were to fall, not saying they will, but just saying if they were to fall, what things will we lose? So if you remove things that aren't quite essential, you know, you're minimising losing everything, I guess you would say. So for example, when we're removing the arterial line uh, and the central line, you know, you don't really want those things attached to, to, attached to you if you were to fall and that, there goes some major pieces of access. Um, so anyway, so we've, we've got the patient up, we've gone off to, to the bathroom with the physiotherapist, we've mobilised there. Um, and one of the issues with my patient today is that they hadn't opened their bowels in, in quite a number of days. So we'd given suppositories, we've gone to the bathroom and now it's just letting, letting his tummy do his thing. So I sat there for a solid, probably f- as weird as it sounds, I'm sitting in the bathroom with this patient for about 40 minutes, just willing, and, and he and the patient as well is willing for, for the suppositories to work to hopefully, hopefully open our bowels. So as you can imagine, Starting off, as I've sort of mentioned a few times, starting off in the ICU, you know, as a graduate, it is, every single thing is, is taking time. So it, in the moment, I'm sort of sitting there just, you know, playing some music for my patient and, you know, trying not to be awkward as I sit there in the corner as he tries to go to, to, go to the bathroom. But we've got him back up after a quite amount of time, got him back. And then it's a matter of, you know, reattaching all of those pieces that I had, um, you know, not, not had on before. So here I am doing my baseline assessment to make sure that my patient's okay. So going through the steps of your primary survey, starting head to toe through your systems to be able to get all your OBS. And then it's a matter of reconnecting up all the equipment again. So by the time I'd sort of come back, this is a solid hour and a bit now of 
since the time we had started on the walk with the physio. Um, and then, you, you know, you have that sort of time where you look at the, the list of things to do on the work list, which I've talked about before, and things just started to pile up. You know, I had doctor had come around before I went to the physio. They've charted some more medications to be given. The medications that were supposed to be given while I was away is now overdue. Um, and, the, you know, the patient, my patient is asking, asking for things as well. So, you know, can you go and get this and can you go and get that? So now you sort of hit with this period there. You know, which, which things do you prioritise first? I know I need to go get a blood sugar. I know I need to, t- you know, I've done my, done my obs now. Um, but, you know, you just need, need that help. And what I noticed when I first started is I had the attitude, and I'm talking about a few weeks ago now when I first started in, uh, independently taking patients, is I was sort of reluctant um, to, to ask you know, the, the people who are spare to be coming in and, and doing some things, I thought that, oh, no, I don't want them to come in and just do basic, you know, eye and mouth care. I don't want them to come and, you know, just take a basic blood sugar. That's something I should be able to do myself. I don't want to just look as if I'm just handing off my easy tasks to someone. But as, as the day started to go by and I started to talk to the nurses to say, you know, like, what is okay to hand off to these circulating sort of nurses and... And it really wasn't until I, I was put onto um, being spare myself that I sort of understood that, you know, these people don't have their own patient, that yes, they are there to help people. And there are some things where, you know, by doing eye and mouth care and by doing a, a blood sugar, you know, you are ticking off one of the many things that are due. And that was especially prevalent today. So I had a, a stack of things I needed to catch up on and I found it, you know, you know, you feel guilty about asking someone to help you with things, but I think I was really trying to prioritise what was really needed for that patient then, asking for the help of, of someone, which I did, um, and we, we end up flicking through a lot of things super quickly because we're working as a team. Because if you were to leave that and you try to do it all by myself, it would have taken me so long. So there was little tiny things that were all there, like doing a, I noticed that his central line dressing needed to be changed. I... Um, you know, a few of the medications needed to be given pretty quickly. So just off, offloading those sort of things with the, the one or two people that came in today to sort of help out. And I'm so appreciative of their help. And, and with that help, we're working as a team. And ultimately, another side sort of step as well is it's, it's not about me. You know, <laughs> I can feel as bad as I want about asking for help. But ultimately, we're caring for the patient. Every single person, whether it's the doctors, the physios, the wardsmen, anyone, we're all there as a team. And that's what I love about this, this ICU that I'm working in. Everyone is so willing to help each other out and to, to, to help where they can. So, but to be able for them to give help, they need to know that you need help. So that's one of the big lessons of today's busy, busy shift. Whilst I sort of got behind... I recognised that, asked for help, and the patient was able to get back on, on track with everything that they needed. Ended up getting discharged today, and you know everyone, at the end of the day, everyone. whilst I still felt a bit bad, I'm, I'm asking for people to do simple things for me. It's, um, they were telling me how, how well I did, and that they were appreciative that I, that I did ask for help. Otherwise, it could have been a bit more prolonged, and you know, if you don't get the patients out in the ICU here and putting them down to the ward, well, then that sort of reduces the ability for sick patients to come and be admitted into our ICU because it means that a bed is being taken up when they could have gone down a bit earlier. So anyway, that's a little little bit of the story from today about, you know, time management, yes, but more about asking for help. So 
I hope this helps and I'll talk to you next time.